lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to the Seven Friday Night Thursday Pick'em Show for Week Six. I'm Chase Bryson, the managing editor of Sports Stars Magazine. I'm currently joined by my co-host Ben Enos, and Coach Terry Edson will be joining us shortly. And it's a rare occasion this season that we're all entering a pick show, having posted a winning record the previous week, all of us. And Ben, you dropped a four and one on us, further shrinking my lead. So well played. I seem to be figuring this whole football thing out just in time to make myself relevant this season. <laughs> Um, seriously though, my zookeeper credentials took a hit with that Patterson win over Merced, but in defense of bears, the golden bears picked up an important win over Arizona on Saturday. So all is right with Yogi boo boo and the rest of the bear community <laughs> bears eat beets chase in case you hadn't heard. And speaking of bears eat beets, which is the name of one of my fantasy football teams, because our matchups hadn't gone final a week ago. And I couldn't mention this. I want the good people to know that I was victorious in not one, but two leagues against my podcast partner last week. Shall yep. we commission a bronzed beat <laughs> as our trophy? No, I do have a Shroot Farms t-shirt though that I could give you. Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's get this on the road before your head gets any bigger. That's not possible. No, and as promised, we now welcome Coach Terry Edson to the proceedings. It feels like a broken record at this point, but once again, you had another good week, spoiled by Spartans. However, <laughs> it's back-to-back two-in-one weeks, so you should feel pretty good about things, Coach. I'm definitely better, so we is there a, a most improved award? I think that goes to me on this threesome <laughs> right here. Mid-season most improved award. You got it. <laughs> There's a song about this. Started from the bottom, now we're here, right? <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see what the cards hold this week. And in an attempt to cause you as much pain as humanly possible, we are starting in the Sierra Foothill League. We did actually discuss giving you all three games in this league because all three of them are incredible matchups. But one could make an argument that your season may have turned around when you sided with the home cooking of Del Oro to pick them to beat Menlo Atherton. This week, the Golden Eagles open Sierra Foothill play against another 5-0 team, Granite Bay. Both teams are coming off of your favorite week, a bye. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, uh, come on, man. It's at Del Oro. I'm rolling with uh, I'm, well, I'm rolling with Loomis right now, okay? Uh, we're going... I think Del Oro, I think it's a special year for them. And I know Granite Bay, I mean, this is a great, this is true. It is a great game. But I, I just think Del Oro has got the confidence. They're rolling. I've never, I don't know, when's the last, just, you guys probably don't have this at the top of your head, but when's the last time Del Oro was 5-0? and I don't know off the top of my head. It was certainly It'd be funny if you guys said Casey last years. year. That would have been good. Yeah. Last year they were. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they were not. No, um, they always played, you know, tough team. I don't know if they've been, even Casey. Casey took on everybody in the world in preseason. So I just think this is, uh, I'm, I know Granite Bay's undefeated as well, but I'm sticking with home cooking on this one. Two tough teams, but I, I like Del Oro this year. I, you know, um, I think they're going to make some noise up there. So I, I'm sticking with Del Oro. All right. So we'll stay in the Sac Joaquin section and we'll go to the Tri-City League. 
So St. Mary Stockton and Lodi are playing in a battle of five and O teams, but the more competitive game may just be four and one Tracy traveling to three and two Lincoln of Stockton. Lincoln lost its first two games by a combined eight points, including one that was decided in overtime and has since won three straight by an average margin of 38 points. Kenyon Nelson is their three-year starter at quarterback doing big things in the air and on the ground for the Trojans. But meanwhile, Tracy, which relies heavily on its run game led by senior Cameron Ross, was on a bye last week after losing its first game of the season to Downey of Modesto. Downey's your common opponent here. Lincoln lost to Downey 42-35, and Tracy lost to Downey 24-13. So, who you got? Well, I, all the things you just said, thank you for pointing all that out, because that's <laughs> the... I, I just think that um, Lincoln's got is too got too many weapons. Uh, so I, I know that there's a common opponent, but when I look at the early season, like you said, and a team is like loses overtime, lose a game, then they they I, I believe this is high school football is fine. It's the team is kind of uh, it's Lincoln's tr- starting to find themselves. They've won three in a row. None of they've won. They've won by substantial numbers. Um, I'm sure they're riding high. The games at Lincoln, correct? I and mean, that's yep. what I got, right? The games at Lincoln. Um, I just think right now they're rolling, and uh, I'm pretty confident in Lincoln that they're going to be able to um, put the W on this game against Tracy. All this talk about oh, Lincoln is uh, brings to mind one of my all-time favorite horse names, uh, the, the Pony for one of FanDuel TV's on-site reporters, Andy Biancone, is named Lincoln Log. Lincoln Log, great name for a horse. <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. It's, um, Love it. Lincoln Log. No, I saw a great name the other day, Obscured by Clouds. Uh, that is a good name. That a good that's name. a Pink Floyd album. Uh-huh. Back that's... in the 70s, bro. I saw that. I had to bet on it. Of course, it lost, but that's not the point. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, let's uh let's wrap this thing up. We one of us did mention perhaps that we would avoid giving you a game tied to a Spartan this week. And then when I made the matchups, I broke that promise. Um so we just couldn't stay away from this one. But it's actually a Spartan who has helped you this year. Marlon Blanton's Jesuit Marauders host Clayton Valley on Saturday in Carmichael. Jesuit has a pair of league wins under its belt, while Clayton Valley heads north at one and three. Uh, I do feel compelled to mention that the Blues Brothers was on the other day. And when I thought of this game, I thought of Murph and the Magic Tones. (laughs) So what do you think? Will Coach Blanton keep helping you? Or will the Uglies be able to pull off a soulful performance of Rawhide in front of a hostile crowd? Well, is that is, wait, is that game a day game or a night game? Day game. It was a day game. Day game. That's a big thing. I'm telling you, when you are always playing night games, uh, I remember going over to Sarah and playing a day games. I hated doing that because your kids – you know, I grew up at De La Salle. You know, that's all we played was day games. And then, you know, we eventually got lights. But that's a whole – it's one thing to practice in the day. I know it says, well, you practice in the day. That's n- nothing compared to playing in the game uh, during the day. Uh, that's going to be a whole new experience for Clayton Valley. It's – I really – I remember I used to hated playing day games because I always played at night. So that's a huge advantage for Jesuit, knowing the fact that I still think Clayton Valley right now is trying to find their identity on offense. Um, that they've played some tough teams and they've played them close, but 
I and I've seen that Murph was talking about that. He says, you know, he's got the talent, but we just haven't put it together. And I just think tough game to try to find it now. So um, I think um, with Marlon, I love Marlon, does a great job. He's at home, day game. I'm sticking with just the Marauders all the way on this one. All right. Well, that gets you off the hot seat for another week. Go ahead and get your 3-0 guarantee on the record. Yeah, well, two and one. I'm saying I'm going two and one again. <laughs> I'll take that for after that. Okay, here we go. Another week. Another week in the books here for a seven Friday night. Here we go. Yep. Okay, boys. I'll see you later. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye, coach. Bye. And now we're going to take a quick timeout for a quick message from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partner the California Army National Guard. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded, protect the threatened, save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. You can tell that uh, Terry is starting to find his stride in the pick category. Speaking of strides, uh, also not uh, uncommon knowledge with my foot the way it is. I could barely walk after the De La Salle game on Friday. But I am looking to continue taking proverbial strides forward again this week. Chase, give the good people the board from which we shall choose. So here's seven key matchups we'll be choosing for him because <laughs> it's seven this week because I love Ben in charge of the outlines and Ben was like, you know what? We're going to go seven, which I is could. fine. <laughs> I had seven. eight and I trimmed it. <laughs> I seven, get down. Seven's a good number in football, so we'll, we'll make it stand. It's fine. I'm Here unique, okay? <laughs> you kicked the extra point is what you did. All right. So number two, Folsom is playing at number 14, Oak Ridge. Of El Dorado Hills in a in one of three monster Sierra Foothill League matchups to start that league season, including this one, number 16 Granite Bay at number 13 Del Oro of Loomis. Number seven, McClimas Oakland is at number four Pittsburgh. Clayton Valley of Concord will go to number 20 Jesuit Carmichael. Number 18, Bellarmine of San Jose at Reardon, San Francisco. Tracy is at Lincoln of Stockton and Menlo School of Atherton is at Amador Valley of Pleasanton. Last week, you were able to avoid the games involving ranked teams. You won't enjoy such luxury this week, Ben, so jump right in your batting leadoff. No, no avoiding it. So I'm going to start with maybe maybe the Bay Area's game of the week. I guess if you're looking at the rankings, it is. Uh, Pittsburgh has had two weeks to lick its wounds after a loss that even Folsom felt maybe should have gone the Pirates' way. McClymans presents a much different challenge, and you might want to bring your stopwatch to Pirate Stadium because the speedsters are going to be on full display between both these teams. I think Pittsburgh knows how important it is to get right after its first loss, and I think they'll be extra motivated to play a clean game this week against McClymans. I also think they have a bit of an advantage in the depth category here, uh, just based on numbers. So uh, give me the Pirates to get back on track against Mac. And I'm actually going to make this lock, my lock this week. I will also say that if you wear black or orange, you'll be okay coming to this game. 
All right. So I uh, this was actually going to be my second pick, but since you just started us off with it, I'll, I'm going to skip ahead. I'm also going to put my lock on Pittsburgh to take care of business at home against McClymonds. The Warriors really haven't been challenged by their last two opponents. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh has had to stew on its self-destructive effort against Folsom for the past 14 days. The Pirates aren't a team that's going to be victimized by max speed. They have their own. And I think the Pirates will be more physical and make just a few more big plays. Not said enough about Pittsburgh's loss to Folsom was also how good the Pirates' defense was. I think it's going to be really good again, and Pittsburgh rolls to a two-score victory. Look at that. There we go. Charlie Ramirez, one of the best defensive coordinators in all of Northern California. It was, I mean, much like the Niners last night, uh, that loss to Folsom was not the Pittsburgh defense's fault by any standard. Well, we'll see how they bounce back this week. Um, Now, (laughs) you couldn't pay me enough money to go near that Folsom Oak Ridge game. Uh, So I'm going to go to the other Sierra Foothill game on the board. You've seen Granite Bay, and you had plenty of good things to say about the Grizzlies, so I have to respect that 5-0 and as they start league play. At the same time, I think Del Oro has the best wins of the two, with victories over Clayton Valley and Menlo Atherton. And as you heard from Coach Edson, this game is in Loomis. <laughs> I will continue to ride the home cooking. Give me the Golden Eagles. All right. So... I, too, am going to stay in this Sierra Foothill League, but I'm actually going for the big one. Mm. I think that I'm someone who learns his lessons. And the lesson that's clearly been beating me over the head the last few weeks is to stop doubting Folsom. This game fascinates me, though, because I truly feel that the Oak Ridge defense might be among the top three in all of NorCal. This is also the textbook letdown game scenario for Folsom after two huge wins. But at this point, the Bulldogs have earned my confidence. I'll take Folsom, but I think it stays relatively low scoring. And I'm going to guess maybe like 20 to 14 Bulldogs. I think the low scoring is a good call. I don't know, man. (laughs) I know. I I don't know. Casey Taylor. In in Casey Taylor, we trust. This is a, (laughs) that's a, that's a coin flip for me. Maybe leaning slightly towards Folsom, but oh boy, I wouldn't put any of my hard earned coin on that. All right. Well, I'm going to finish with uh, a Saturday game because we've got a couple good ones out there. Reardon is hosting Bellarmine in a really good West Catholic Athletic League game in the city by the bay. The Crusaders are three and one after beating Valley Christian 16 to 10 to open league play. Bellarmine is two and two with a 34-14 win over St. Ignatius, their most recent victory. The two losses for the Bells are to Menlo Atherton and McClymans. But remember the loss to MA was on a Saturday afternoon and they fell apart after halftime in uh, on a warm day. So that gives me pause. That said, maybe I'm hanging on to the bandwagon by my fingernails at this point, but I still like the Bells moving forward. Give me Bellarmine to win their third straight before having to host Sarah next week. I like that pick. I, that that game is that game is going to be really interesting to see how it plays out uh, for sure. Let's wrap up with that showdown in Stockton. I'm on the same page as Coach Edson with this game. The Trojans of Lincoln are at home and really seem to have found a groove over the past three weeks. I think dual threat senior quarterback Kenyon Nelson and the Lincoln offense stays hot and finds a way to win a back-and-forth battle. So give me the Trojans and a game that I just might go see. It's kind of on my short list now. Whoa, whoa. I might take the river roads. Whoa. Chase is going to drive. Let's go. (laughs) And now 
It's time for everybody's favorite. You're excited about this this week. Well, I don't know. I put a little more effort in than I have in the past, so we'll see. Okay. Glad you let the listeners know how we do things around here. (laughs) Nobody can use Wikipedia like me. (laughs) Um, Who goes first? Is it me? Uh, Sure. Okay. So, like I mentioned on Tuesday's show, we talk, we've been talking about undefeated teams that don't necessarily get the kind of attention that others do. So that's where I'm going to start you for your challenge around this week. As St. Patrick St. Vincent from Vallejo brings a 4-0 record to Richmond to take on 3-1 and Salesian on Saturday afternoon. Before I get into the tale of the tape between a bear and a lion, have we been here before? <laughs> I can give you some help. We have a common opponent, Chase. Both of these teams have played my neighborhood school, Berean Christian. St. Patrick St. Vincent beat Berean 35-18 to to open the season, and Salesian lost to Berean 27-21 at home a couple weeks ago. Let's stay in the culinary kingdom here rather than more zoo tales. Chase, everyone knows that you can hit nations on San Pablo Avenue before you make the turn to head to Salesian. What's the go-to pie order at nations? And why is the answer... Banana cream. <laughs> it would not be banana cream. Oh, wrong. <laughs> what is it? I'd probably go apple. I'm a traditional pie guy. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. so apple for you, banana cream for me. Yeah. Uh, Salesian, I, I almost called them by their old name. The Pride against uh, St. Patrick, St. Vincent. Who you got? Um, I feel like St. Patrick, St. Vincent. I think we're going to go that direction. Give me the give me the Bruins. Former assistant to uh our friend of the pod, Marlon Blanton, Coach Lane Hawkins. Yes. Got the uh Bruins in the right direction this year. So I like it. Well, Saturday afternoon action in Richmond. Another good Saturday game. You're right. The Saturday slate is strong. Yeah. So your first challenge game takes place in the Central Coast section. And we're gonna be highlighting another team that's undefeated that hasn't got a lot of love yet where I will introduce you to one of NorCal's most prolific running backs from the first five weeks of the season. Are you familiar with PJ Modena and what school he might play for? No. All right. Half Moon Bay, my friend. Half Uh, Moon Bay. Modena has thrived as the team has transitioned to a double-wing jumbo offense and let the 5'10", 195-pound senior pound away at opposing defenses. He's rushed for 805 yards through four games, averaging just shy of nine per carry. This week, PJ and the Cougars host a number 17 Menlo Arthurton team looking to get right after back-to-back losses to Del Oro and Wilcox. This is another chance for you to roll with the Bears team. Will you do it? Or do the Cougars grind out an upset at home with an offense that's not easy to scheme for defensively? It's true. It is not easy to scheme for, but let me proffer a suggestion here that perhaps it's a little bit easier when you've had to prepare for the veer the week before. So they've been, you know, the run defense has been on red alert. Um, And they handled it well. It was 21-20. It was a close game at Wilcox. I am going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. No love for PJ. No, give me me a five-star jury on in the uh, MA attack. I, I think they get right. You know, that's a... Those are two tough games. Wilcox is in our top 10. Del Oro is in our top 10, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's ha- Actually, Del Oro is just outside of it. But that's yeah. what, okay. 
Half Moon Bay, good team, consistently good. Um, and props to them for getting in the wayback machine with that new offense. <laughs> but uh, no, Play I'm going to go. Drinks. Get in yeah. where you fit in, as you said. That's right. Yep. I'm going to go in Menlo Atherton. All right. All right. The piece de resistance. Since you spent part of your weekend in the Roseville area, that general part of the world is where I'm going to wrap up as another undefeated team. Mesa Verde of Citrus Heights is 5-0 and coming into its Golden Empire League opener against Casa Roble of Orangeville. Casa Roble is 4-1 and with the lone loss and opening week thriller against Placer. Okay, let's add to our food theme from Tuesday for a second. We've got Citrus Heights versus Orangevale. So I'm compelled to ask you what your favorite citrus fruit is. Before you answer, be warned. I read on the internet that there are over 400 types of oranges in the world. So if you pick an orange, I want to know what kind of orange. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to name any of the 400 types of oranges. I do like oranges. I um. I also would put a vote in for lime. I like lime in a ton of stuff, including on my tacos, and uh, which we talked about on Tuesday. So, uh, I mean, I'll say orange, but I don't have a specific one for you. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, I, because I am all about humility, <laughs> I will choose the humble lime. <laughs> it is a fantastic <laughs> option when you need to add some acid to your favorite dish. And... I enjoy a lime in my preferred adult beverage. Welcome to Ben's Food Podcast, Pardue. <laughs> in the words of Emerald, bam. So, Chase, oh what are we doing? Who are you picking? <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Casa Roble or Mesa Casa Verde? Casa Roble or Mesa Verde. I got it. We're on it. <laughs> it's not this Salsa game Verde. Is this game in Citrus Heights? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You expect me to know this stuff no. when I give you a game? It, it's hold um, on, checking. <laughs> this game is in. Oh my god, this game is at San Juan High School in Citrus Heights. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh man, I might have given you a free square in in the hopes of making a joke. You want to know what the Hal Nine Thousand says for this game? <laughs> sure. The Hal 9000 says Casa Roble wins this game <laughs> 52 to 3. I mean, I was I was already going to go with Casa Roble. I mean, Pick the I, underdog. I, Can I, I give you some points? <laughs> I was <laughs> I was gonna go with Casa Roble. I, I we um we talked a lot about Placer and how they have been pressed by several teams this year including Casa Roble and and I know Plash is a good program so I'm going to go with uh with Casa Roble on this one. Oh, oh man, three square. Oh, all right. Go Mesa. <laughs> I feel Verde. bad now with my next one. Go Mesa. Verde. I feel bad now. I will say though that the Hal 9000 says that your first pick as PSV at Salesian is a 36 to 35 game. So, wow. good luck there. All right. All right. For number two, I'm going straight savage and taking you to game number three in the Sierra Foothill League. You suck. <laughs> does, this right. come with, does this come with a free taco? <laughs> We've got the Quarry Bowl rivalry between crosstown rivals Rockland and Whitney. 
It's the 12th playing of the Quarry Bowl, and Rockland holds a 9-2 advantage in the rivalry, which includes winning the last six editions. And here's a fun twist from the baseball world, seeing as how you and I are both baseball fans. Former Rockland High quarterback and current San Francisco Giants ace pitcher Logan Webb pitched on Quarry Bowl night last year. He went seven strong innings, but didn't get the win. He did, however, shout out his alma mater for getting its Quarry Bowl win during his postgame presser that night. Flash forward to this year, Webb pitched Tuesday of this week and went just five innings, but got the W. Will that performance foreshadow a seventh straight Quarry Bowl win for Rockland? Or will the Wildcats snap their slide against their rivals? Oh, man. This is mean. It's just mean. <laughs> this is challenging. Um, I'm going to go with Logan Webb. Give me Rockland. Ah, Whitney, uh, good team. Had some good wins early in the year, but Rockland's defense makes the difference in this one. So, defense and special teams. I think you're probably right. I think the Hell 9000 agrees with you, too. Ah, A couple scores. There you go. Yeah, Rockland, and now we've covered the entire Sierra Foothill League. (laughs) We should just devote a segment every week to talk about the Sierra Foothill League will be Sierra Foothill League stands. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to that read. Yeah, let's you know do you it. love it. On game night, make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. Then Saturday morning, be sure to check out SportsStarsMag.com for our coverage of the games. We build seven Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast and Radio Public. If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for 7 Friday Night and please rate and subscribe. Our cover art features photography and designed by yours truly, and our theme music was produced by Dustin Phillips. All right. Take us out, Ben. I'm inspired. Um, well, we didn't get to this on Tuesday show, but because you are the host of the annual Super Bowl party, we cut to you now to comment on the selection of Rihanna as the (laughs) halftime entertainment this year. I was more excited when the Taylor Swift rumors were going around. I thought she would be a better show, but Uh, Rihanna, I'll I'll be all right. You're a secret Swifty, huh? I do like Swift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Rihanna selection just ensures that uh, I'll be hitting the taco bar. (laughs) Yes. All right. That wraps up another pick show you, uh, and people should know you are being asked to go outside and let your kids look at jupiter <laughs> but we should talk about the fact that nasa is running an actual spacecraft into an asteroid like bruce willis where are you <laughs> i can't wait to see video of that this is that's right up our alley Absolutely. running stuff in running stuff into asteroids come on <laughs> Seven Friday night. They should be our sponsor. (laughs) And we will see you guys again next Tuesday. And until then, adios. I don't want to close my eyes. Orangina, not acceptable for this (laughs) discussion.